Welcome to this week in Wyoming Cowboy Sports here in WyomingAthletics.org and ESPN Media powered by Sidearm Sports. I'm Jason Griefer. This week we're joined once again by Wyoming Assistant Athletic Director uh, Jeff King. Jeff, good to be back with you again. A lot of exciting stuff going on right now in Wyoming, is it not? Oh yeah, it is. I mean, it was it was a good week last week, and actually, um, I know you know we'll talk about boys golf, but you know, I spent the morning this morning at the CHL Boys uh, Golf Championship. Not a bad day at the at the office uh, out on the golf course. So a lot of good things going on. Let's just go right there. How did it start out for you? Yeah, I mean, it's starting, it's starting well. We, we got some players that are really shooting, um, shooting well right now, re- hovering right around par. Um, you know, there's some really good golfers in this league. Yep. And Wyoming, mean, we got a pretty young team. We only have one senior, um, just, you know, but, but, but a ton of promise. And, you know, Coach Webb has really been working with those guys so much that um, I think we could, could make some noise here today when, once it wraps up. And then we got the sectional tournament coming up. So we're really excited with how they're playing. How did they feel like – did they feel like uh, – the coaches feel like they're – players were at least trending in the right direction because as you said this is a very this is a very good league at the top Madeira Marymount Indian Hill and what have you and you guys as well did they yeah. at least feel like they're heading in that right direction going into today yeah I think so you know we, we actually talked a little bit about um kind of some of our guys were paired up with uh Madeira Indian Hill guys and um you know we're going toe-to-toe with them for the most part um really saw some great shots here today and um, I mean, it makes, makes me wish that I could go out and hit the ball like that when I play, but um, I'm certainly nowhere near that. And it's, um, it's, it's a ton of fun to watch them kind of grow as they have throughout this year. And um, like I said, I'm super excited to hear how they finish today. Uh, they play Taylor tomorrow at, you know, at home, and then we got the sectional, sectional tournament coming up. So a lot of good stuff going for that team. Were you walking out there or, or did you just grab a cart? <laughs> so um, I got there and, and the coach actually picked me up in the cart. <laughs> so we uh, we we had the, we took the easy way out, um, riding around. But we got out a little bit, and, you know, walked around the course, talked to a couple of players, saw some shots, and I mean, beautiful morning for golf. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Uh, let's talk about the girls. Uh, they've got sectionals right around the corner as well. We got a couple of matches this week with uh, Summit and uh, Princeton. Are you are they looking at this as a week to? Yes, you want to win these matches, but uh, just as importantly, if not more importantly, fine tune your game and clean up any holes in the game before you head into the sectionals. Yeah, I think so for sure. You know, I mean, it's definitely business as usual, but, um, you know, they did so well in the CHL this year that now they get these two matches to kind of ramp themselves up going into the sectional tournament, like you said. Um, and, and, you know, I know they're really excited about it. I talked to Coach Kerry Smith yesterday about it, and um, she just can't wait to get on the course and get, get those girls out there. And, um, you know, we're, we're excited, just like with the boys team. You know, I think they can make some good noise in the sectional tournament. Do you feel like maybe it's an, a, a good thing at this point to go out of the league right before sectionals so they can they get the feel for playing against players maybe they haven't seen either at all or very much throughout the regular season? Yeah, I think so. You know, it's it's, it's good experience for them to kind of get a change of pace and, and you know, um, kind of, I guess, test their skills against, like you said, players and, and maybe, you know, get, get different looks that they're not used to, play with people that they're not used to. Because as you move forward, you know, you never know, I guess, from week to week who you're really going to be going up against. So you might as well start to prepare, which is great, you know, having those two matches this week going into the sectionals. Yeah, no doubt. And we'll definitely be keeping an eye uh, on that. Let's talk about your tennis team. Uh, they got a big one on Tuesday. You, you get Indian Hill, and, and, and they've just been bludgeoning teams really for the last month or so. They've won eight straight matches, all of them in 5-0 sweeps. Your team's no slouch either. You know, you're ten and three overall. You're you're right there in the thick of things as far as the league race goes. And obviously, we've we've talked before about how good Indian Hill has been for a long, long time. And it's going to take a, a big time performance from your from your tennis players, uh, Samara, Sophia, and, and we've talked about them in the past too uh, to get this done. 
do they feel like their games are at that point where they feel like they can go out there and they can pull off what a lot of people would think is a pretty big upset? Yeah, I think so. You know, I, I think we're really, really confident going into that match. We, we really had some good, you know, out of conference games this year, our matches this year also on that tennis team to mm-hmm. really go up against some really tough, compo- um, tough opponents, really good competition. Um, you, you know, the co- coach has those girls ready and she's tried a couple new things as, as we've got, we've gone through, you know, the season and they've worked out really well. We had a good week last week and, um, you, you know, I think we're excited as, as we're getting down to, down to the wire here with that with that season also and, and moving forward and um, from singles to doubles of uh, I think we can really make some noise when it, when it comes when it comes time we'll be checking in on that uh, match for sure uh, volleyball team they've got it rolling as well they're going to get Indian Hill uh, coming up this week too you look at this the way the schedule's gone you haven't lost in September you've only dropped three sets in the entire month. And so they've been really been on a roll there as well. And, and, and we talk about, you know, we, we know how good your program's been for a long, long time. And Indian Hill is trying to get there. They, they want to dethrone you. They want to knock you off there. So when a, a big match comes up like this, and Indian Hill's right there in the standings as well, do you, do you're, do you get the sense that the team gets that little extra bit of juice? Or, or they've just been so used to the rigors of this schedule that it's just, one, it's just the next game on the schedule? I think that it's a little bit of both, right? I think they are used to it where we, we had some really tough competition out of league to start this year off. And then going into the CHL, we knew, you know, where we were and how we want to, we want to stay at the top there. And Indian Hill is always such a tough matchup. You know, um, we had a really tough one last week against Taylor that we, you know, we got it out the last two, you know, two and three games, but still won 3-0. And so, you know, we're, we're back, we're back healthy on the court and, um, they're feeling really, really good. Coach DeLong has those girls ready. Indian Hill is always a tough matchup. I think there's always a little bit of extra juice when the girls are getting ready to play Indian Hill. Um, you know, like you said, it's right there at the top, and we, we know what we have to do to take care of business. Yeah, obviously, as we said, a successful program for a long, long time. And the way that you've been on a roll and you've been on rolls like this in the past, how important is it for your coaches to not allow your team and players to get maybe a sense of complacency that we, we've been here before. We know what to expect. If we bring our a game, that'll be enough. I think it's really important, especially because, you know, we kind of saw at the beginning of this year when we had some injuries, we weren't at, you, you know, we weren't at our full roster in an ability where we saw, you know, how quickly things can change and you have to adapt and, you know, it's next player up right away. And now that, you know, we're at the full swing of things, we know, okay, look, let's take advantage of this. We're not letting up. Um, let's keep the CHL streak alive and, and, you know, really, really go after it. And so that we have a good chance, you know, going through when hopefully defending the league title and then, you know, going to the playoffs. If you go ahead and win the league title again for the 10th or 11th year in a row, when we talk at that time, again, if you seal the deal, can you just have the trophy just like sitting there, like right on your desk, like next to me, can, just as a, a humble brag? Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can do. Um, <laughs> You know, I, I know Coach Long's going to want to um, hold on to that thing, and I'm, I'm sure the girls <laughs> as well. But, but let's let's take it one game at a time. We got a really big one against Indian Hill. Um, yeah. You know, we, we got a lot of really big games coming up before that volleyball team. So yeah. it's uh, it's definitely one game at a time, business as, business as usual. Um, but we're really excited about where that team's headed. We'll look for the trophy in a few weeks. I'll say it. You don't have to because you're there. I'll say it. <laughs> let's move on to the pitch. Let's talk about a uh, first girls soccer bit of a rough patch. They're going through right now. Things just really not going their way at the moment. Still a long way to go, but you know, dropped three out of four matches on right now. And now they're going to go on the road for the next f- 
for five out of the next six. You start with Waynesville and then, and then back in the league with Deer Park. Tough stretch right now, and this is a, a critical point of the season, I would say, given how, how things are not going your way and now you're getting away from home. What's the mindset right now of the team, given those two factors, that you're not playing well and now you're not going to have the, the comfort of being at home? Yeah, I mean, I think what, what's nice is that that group of girls, is, they're, they're a really tough group of girls. And, and kind of liken it to the, to the boys team where the last several times, you know, we've watched them play. They, they play gritty. They play so hard. And there's a lot of lot of chances that we just haven't quite capitalized on in a couple yep. of those games that we know just those little things. We tweak a little bit and we're going to set ourselves up for success. You know, most of our goals are all still there. And, you know, our, our biggest goals get on and, and, you know, make a run in the, in the tournament. So tonight we start with Waynesville. It's kind of nice we get an out-of-conference game. Um, you, you know, we go up there, play, and kind of get a feel out of the CHL a little bit, tough competition, and hopefully get back on the right track this week. Um, we're definitely excited about where we are, and we have a lot, of, a lot of great things on that team happening, even with, you know, the three losses that we're so super excited about. You've been through the grind before as an athlete when things aren't going your way, and, and then you, you you get a you get you have to go you look at the schedule and think oh gosh now we get now things aren't going well and we got to get away from home. Can you use that though as a rallying point that hey we're, we don't have we ha- we're getting out of our comfort zone, we have to come together even more so now to get things turned around. Yeah, I think so, especially because you know you want to be able to go go on the road, win, and then come back home when you, when you do get back to another home game on a winning streak. Ride, you know, ride that in, in, into your home home stadium with your home fans. Um, so, like I said, it, it, they're still super excited. A lot of positivity. I think that um, we're starting to see more and more through that team, and um, they're, they're they're tough girls, man. And, and you know, we're, we're excited what we can do tonight against Waynesville. On the other side, the boys are one and one in the league. Again, it's early on. You know, you get a three nothing win over Madeira, and you've got Deer Park and Redding coming up this week, who have not won matches in the league. Again, it is early, but with everyone chasing Marymount right now, and you've seen the scores, you know how well Marymount has played thus far in the season. They've beat everybody they've played uh, thus far. Is this a week, given their opponents, given that Deer Park and Redding have not won yet? Is this a week they feel like they have to get two wins in order to, to get back up there? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's one where we want to win out the rest of the games and go and, and you know, seat ourselves really well to start to the start of the tournament. You know, we lost, that Marymont, we lost that Marymont game, and it was a really, really tough match. Um, so we, we know what we can do. Um, and this week, I think, getting two wins in the CHL – you never know what's going to happen. So, you know, like you said, it's early in the season. The league title is still up for grabs. No one, no one has won that yet. You know, we're, we, st- we still have the goal, you know, and our sights set on that league title. But even further, where we're preparing ourselves every game and, and, and every day for making a run, you know, in, in that state tournament, unfinished business, like I said um, earlier on with that team. How do they balance that? That You're building towards wanting to win a league title, but also you want to make yourself prepared for the postseason without losing focus on trying to win that league title? Yeah, I think Coach Jones does a really good job where, you know, it's, 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 still, it's still one game at a time. So every single game, no matter who we play, think of it as, okay, let's go t- take care of business in the league. But every, every league game that we play, we got to get better and focus on the fact that, you know, we're going to be playing some really, really tough competition in that tournament. Um, and we've thankfully had some good games, you know, out of conference and obviously in conference. With you know, Madeira and Marymount are two really good soccer teams. So yeah. they, they've definitely prepared us going into this week to um, you know have some good success. 
cross country over the weekend in a very, very loaded uh, Eaton invite there. It was, a, it was a lot of really good runners and a lot of really good teams uh, there in that one. Uh, how how did you feel they ran? Did they did they run up to administration or coaches' expectations in that one? And what adjustments do they make from that heading into this coming weekend? Yeah, you know, I think so. It, what, what's what's great is th- that we're finally out there running, and we, we've had two meets now. You, mm-hmm. you know, um, we got off to a slow start of being in meets for for the cross country team, so we're you know they're 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 getting their feet underneath them. We have a ton of runners, which is awesome to see. Um, Coach Frondorf, you know, is all always has them ready, and it has a great pool of kids to kind of um, choose from for those meets. So we're excited at the direction that we're that we're headed. We got another good one coming up this weekend with Princeton. There's going to be a lot of really good runners there. Um, so it, it's 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 really exciting where we're at. They feel like they are trending upward in the right direction heading into the latter half of the year. So um, I, I I think so very much. I you know I, I think that the the coach the coach has them in a really good uh, position and um, you know we'll see. Like I said, Princeton that's a big meet. There's a ton of runners, so so it, it's it's going to be in a good position after this week. Three three meets under you know under our belt. It's it's going to be good. We'll definitely keep an eye on how they perform out there at the Princeton. But finally, let's talk about your football team. We talked last week about how good Deer Park had been offensively coming into that game. You know, they'd scored 91 points in the previous two games coming into the to the game with, with the Cowboys. You hold them to seven. You beat them 35-7 to go 4-0. I see the grin on your face. Like, you almost expected it was coming. But I want to foc- move forward now. You, you and Indian Hill are both 4-0. You're not going to see each other during the regular season, you each have Taylor and Finneytown to finish the year. And I think a lot of people were caught, caught, caught some attention seeing Taylor beat Madeira uh, this past week, 15-14. So that may raise an eyebrow or two. But that being said, from an outside perspective, these look like two very winnable games, not only for Indian Hill, but for yourselves as well, or at least games that you should take care of business in. So given that point, and you want to head in the right direction heading into the playoffs, how is Coach Hancock going about not allowing that complacency to set in that, you know, we're taking on teams that we know we're more talented than and not allowing themselves to get caught up in that and potentially get caught? I think, you know, a big thing that Coach Hancock preaches is never play down to a level of competition. Always, always play our game of football. And, you know, no matter who we play, I think it's going to come down to the point where we're going to get, we're going to get, you know, Faintown's best shot this Friday night. We're going to get Taylor's best shot next Friday night. Um, you never know what happens in league games. It, 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 you're going to, you know, they're going to have some tough kids and some good athletes. And we just have to be business as usual, take it week by week, which Coach Hancock does such a good job at um, in preparing those guys, knowing that, you know, we, we prepare every single game. Every, you know the same way no yeah. matter who we play so it's uh the, the next two games are just as big as the one was last week and um we're looking forward to coming out and taking care of business on friday night i think one of the things i noticed too in seeing this result come in now your points per game have gone up from three to four uh, we we gotta th- that's that's something we gotta get taken care of there <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 but you you've been through that you you've you've played yourself before uh, how how impressive is it to see through four games that you've given up four points per game. It's um, it, it's really, really good to see. Coach Seymour, the defensive coordinator, has that defense always ready to play. And we got some good leaders on that team um, that, you know, we, we know that, like, I mean, the, the first quarter of the Deer Park game, we didn't, our offense didn't even touch the ball. 
So um, we, we knew that our defense was going to have to come out the rest of the game if our offense wasn't going to get much chances to touch the ball, that they were going to have to, you know, make some big plays. And we ended up having some really good plays on defense, obviously some really offense, really awesome offensive plays as well on Friday night. Um, but our defense is just always so ready to play. They're so tough. They love to come out and hit. And I think it's a, a kind of a, you know, thing of pride for us to where if we can keep our, you know, in single digits, it's, uh, it's definitely going to be a good sign of things to come. This offense is finding its way. I think I think you can see week by week they're getting a lot better. Uh, one of the other guys I want to talk about here, and we talked about Brennan Pagan before now taking over for Evan Prater at quarterback. He didn't have to throw the ball much. I mean, we're looking at the official numbers, one of four for seven yards. And, and, and the reason being is because you've got a beast at tailback in C.J. Hester, 22 carries, 200 yards, three touchdowns. We had to figure coming into the season that running ball, running the ball was going to be the M.O., you know, with the quarterback change and a lot more focus. A lot, I think a lot of people thought was going to go on the running game because you got a new man that's the signal caller. And yet they still continue to put up 300, 350 yards per game on the ground. How critical has that been, not only for the success, but also to help Brennan ease into the, to the new job as quarterback? It's been huge to know that we, we have, you know, C.J. Hester, then you put Bo Thomas back there in the backfield, and then Brennan Pagan runs the ball really well also. You know, so those three guys back there running around, um, we have a lot of really good options. C.J. Hester, that game Friday night, you know, you know we talk about it. It's really hard to tackle, uh, you know, a, a running back who just refuses to get tackled on the first hit. He just refuses to do it. He's such a tough kid. Um, he, you know, he, he works his absolute tail off, and he's been so much fun to watch. But Bo Thomas had an awesome touchdown run also, you know, and, and so did Brennan. So it's it, – I, I love seeing um, – I love seeing us run the ball. I love it when we get into the eye. I was an yeah. old eye formation guy, so I love that type of stuff. But it's really been fun to see, and I think that our offense is really kind of coming together knowing that we have those different options. And when Brennan needs to throw the ball, he has the utmost confidence, just like we have the utmost confidence in him to throw the ball. And we got some good receivers to bring it down. What would you say about the character of these tailbacks that you have that, as we said, coming into the year, everybody knew, everybody expected that you were going to rely on the run game, and yet they're still churning out these results? Yeah, I mean, they're three leaders is what they are. And they're three guys that know that we have a different offense this year. But they, all three of them, want that offense to be, you know, put on their shoulders. And they love getting the ball. They love running the ball. But they also love to help the other guys who are also running the ball. You know, yeah, those yeah. guys aren't going to shy away from blocking anybody. I don't even think our quarterback, Brennan Pagan, is going to shy away from blocking anybody. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I mean, the way, he, the way he comes down and fill the holes on defense, I know that, you know. So, um, those are three guys who just love playing together. They love playing with that offense line. You know, I talked to C.J. Hester and said, hey, that's a great game the other night. And he said, everything goes in my offensive line. That's the, that is the running back mentality that you want to, you know, you want to see. And that's the first thing that he said. So it, um, it, it's really good to see right there. And we're excited about where the team's headed. Lastly, before I let you go, I want to talk more, uh, more on the, the grand scheme of things. You know, we've got, you know, a week and a half left in the month of September. You know, some fall sports are heading toward the postseason. Others right in the swing of things. And, you know, winter sports aren't too far off uh, in the distance. Are we – what where are we at right now in terms of atmosphere around the high school? Are we still riding on a high because we have sports, or are we at the point now where these programs have kind of turned that page and said, "Okay, we know the parameters. Now it's business as usual. Let's practice, watch film, game, and repeat from there." Where are we at in that balance? I, I think that we've definitely come into where it's hey, this it is business as usual, and we're preparing just like it's a normal season. 
And I think that's one of the reasons why we're seeing some really good success is now that now that we've gotten into the swing of things and that we're playing, we're preparing like we normally do. We watch film like we normally do. Um, you know, we're in the weight room like we normally are. You know, we're coming back into our own way like a normal fall season, still knowing that there is that unknown out there. But, um, you know, obviously we're excited about where all the teams are headed. But even with the winter sport kids, you know, we, we work, work them out with the off-season weightlifting group. And they're all super excited about where we're at right now in the fall, but super excited about, you know, what could be done, you know, come, come wintertime. So make sure that they're playing as well. One, one more. How, how would you say that the student-athletes have reacted to not only turning the corner, as you said, business as usual, but also keep in mind that we still have to do all the, the things that go with this pandemic, you know, the masks, the social distancing, you know, maybe not as normal, normal amount of prep time, all that kind of stuff. How would you say they have struck that balance? They have handled it very, very well. You know, I think that they handle it. I'm really impressed with how well they've taken to where it looked. It's something that we have to do. You, you know, the social distancing, the mask, kind of keeping their bubbles tight to where um, they want to make sure that they continue to compete and they're around. And But also, like, you know, the fall athletes, they want to make sure that the winter athletes can, can, can compete. Many of them are winter athletes, but they want to make sure that they're doing the right thing so their classmates, um, you know, can get on the courts and, and the fields in the winter. Late September and doing the doing the right things both on and off the field. We certainly like uh, to, we certainly like to uh, make a mention of that. Jeff, great catching up with you once again. We'll do it again a week from now, and uh, hopefully there's a big trophy sitting next to you. <laughs> I hope so, man. We're going to do whatever we can for it. I appreciate it, Jason. <laughs> Absolutely. That is Wyoming Assistant Athletic Director Jeff King joining us for this week in Wyoming Cowboy Sports here on WyomingAthletics.org and ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.